The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things burgundy and gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report, 1500 AM, anywhere where you get your fine podcast. I'm Claude Jennings. Uh, the show is co-hosted by my wife's new best friend, Kevin Stanton. Um <laughs> and interesting developments. Um, so Kevin, by the way, um, you know, had a very exclusive dinner party at his house very, recently very uh, where he hosted and cooked and just all kinds of great things. Uh, and Kevin, you know, my wife, just right there at the appetizer said, has a new best friend and that would be, that would be Sierra uh, she thoroughly enjoyed herself the food was delicious so much so let me say this um, the thing I loved most was not, the good company good food or great food great company I should say and um, you guys had you know Tupperware for us to take things with us which was yes. great Yes. Um, it was it was lunch and breakfast for my mother-in-law who stayed the weekend <laughs> over our house. We brought stuff home. Next thing you know, Sunday morning, she's into it, warming it up. <laughs> she, she's warming and eating it. And then next thing you know, we come home from serving the homeless and we're sitting around and she needs something else to eat. And so she opens up the stuff from Kevin's house and, and she said, oh, you got to tell your buddy Kevin, man, this was this was amazing. And so uh, wife and mother-in-law improved. Approved. Well, first of all, I have to correct you. Uh, when I decided we were going to do this gathering, a couple, you know, a couple of close uh, friends, um, uh, I told my wife, we just have a couple of people over. We don't do this. Have some people over. My expression, have some people over. I happen to look at my calendar in our kitchen, and my wife writes on the date, dinner party. <laughs> right? you know, that's it. No, dinner party is when, like, they get the people with past hors d'oeuvres and, and stuff right. like that. No, that's, that's not what I had envisioned. But but my wife, being the ultimate event coordinator, right, uh-huh. she had to put an edge on it. But you you all were worth it, right? You know, it was good, man. We had some we had some some. Good, a lot of laughs, man. I left even after you all left. The the funny part, uh, we had this fire pit we were going to christen, but I was so busy in the food prep, I didn't have time to light it. The wind started blowing, didn't light properly. So mm-hmm. after everyone left, I said, "Well, I have this paper shredder in the basement. Let me grab a handful of paper and use that as kindling." I did that, threw it in there. Two minutes, roaring fire, right? You know. <laughs> so then it was late, so I had to sit out there and watch it so it wouldn't burn up the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And but it was a great time. A, yeah, a, a, a friend a precursor. Yeah, Rodney yeah. Rod- yeah, he's always great to hang around. Love hanging oh, around Rodney. He and his oh, wife. Oh, you know, yeah. mis- misguided Giants fan and uh, Travis Hill, misguided Panthers fan, who was uh, uh, yeah. he was feeling my remorse at the time, right? You know, as far as right. like because they had just traded McCaffrey for four picks for some reason. You know, but <laughs> <laughs> whatever reason, Carolina just decided to give up on the season. I, you know, but uh, yep. whatever. That's right. right so that's anyway, right. lots of football to talk about. Um, I guess we can start with the the Commanders. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what the show's yeah. about: the burgundy and gold, the maroon and black, however you want to, you know, <laughs> phrase it. Uh, the command. By the way, speaking of the Commanders, I, and I just thought about this because maroon and black and the uniforms they played with on Thursday against the uh, Bears two weeks ago. The Bears are playing Monday night. Like, why are the Bears on a Thursday night game and a Monday night game? And 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 the Thursday night game was Bears Commanders, which isn't really 
you know, exciting to a lot of people right, outside right, of the right. markets. And then the Bears have the Patriots. Who in the world schedule these things? Well, the way I understand it is they have to get the, the teams who were marginal in the prior season, they have to put them on first. I don't know if there's a commitment to put them on the Thursday night or, or and Monday night uh, or Sunday night for that matter. I know Sunday night's the premier matchup. They get they get the premier game. And right. I'm assuming that the Monday night matchup is next best and Thursday night. But Thursday night has had some good games so far. But anyway, they know that if it was the Bears later in the season, nobody would watch. <laughs> 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 not a soul. So I'll be pressed. I might not watch tonight. I don't know. Yeah. So while people are still thirsty for some NFL action as a season, right. exactly. it's still about, yeah, I guess less than halfway uh, underway. They try to schedule those did, anyway. By the way, did, did you know that, and we'll talk about this a little bit later, that there used to be a time that the World Series would not schedule a game on Monday night because they respected the NFL and did not want to go up against Monday night football. That's they smart. They used to do that. Now they don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's not a smart care. thing to do. That's right. That's right. I wouldn't go up against the NFL if I was, you know, if I were them. So anyway, we've got the uh, Commanders beating the Packers. Uh, and uh, Taylor Heineke, everybody's favorite backup quarterback, uh, oh, and, and, and he and and he he wins uh, to improve the Washington Commanders to three and four. Uh, you know, here's the thing that I saw about Heineke. We're not, I'm not surprised by what we saw. You know, we saw some passes that I'm sure if Car- Carson Wentz was throwing, he would have been able to make them, and Heineke didn't make them. And then I saw some instinctive plays, intuitive plays where Heineke's running, and I know Carson Wentz wouldn't have done it. Like, right. there are just things that he does that Carson won't do, and there's things that Carson does that Heineke can't do. But the one thing you know, it, it, well, there's two things. Number one, Heineke has the want to. And I'm not saying Carson doesn't, but Heineke's want to is visible. You know what I mean? I mean, And, yeah. and, and, and that's, that's the phrase we use here on the show, the want to, as far as, like, you know, the enthusiasm, the drive, like like you can tell that this means something. And with Heineke, you can look at it. You can look at him play. Even when he's throwing the ball, he gets knocked down. You look at the look on his face to see if the ball was completed or the way he looks at the ref to see why is there a flag here. He has the want to. He has that. And 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 it's and I'm not again, I'm not saying Carson doesn't, but what I'm saying is Heineke's want to is visible. You can see it, number one. And then number two, there's no doubt that he's just a favorite in the locker room. The the team likes him. And I'm not saying that, you know, well, you know, just because they want to, you know, hang out with him after the game, does that mean he should be the starting quarterback? No, but it seems like they play more inspired ball. I saw more fire out of Terry McLaurin in the last game than I've seen all season. Like, he right. does something. There's, again, there's something that's not tangible that he brings to the team. You know, that's that's very true. I, and like you said, it's not like Carson doesn't have it. You haven't heard one report, although you have to take anything you get out of Ashburn with a grain of salt. Yeah. I haven't heard is, one report saying... Say, is why we do fake news or not, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But even you just saw the clips in the warm-up, it seemed like Carson and Heineke genuinely like each other. Right, right, <laughs> you know, right. it seems like, you know, he's taking it well and, and, and hats off to wins. He's ha- handled this... Uh, season with a bunch of class, right? You know, this is not an offense that's that's designed for Carson Wentz. It's not that plus he's learning a brand new offense, his third 
offense in three years, right? So there's a lot to be said. About people, that. I, I think people are a little bit too rough on Carson, but let's not look at this game as a reference, a referendum on Carson Wentz is what people have been doing. Let's look at this and and do what you're doing is is magnifying the the good aspects of the game that Taylor Heineke played. Mm -hmm. Basically, he doesn't care. <laughs> you know, I know I wasn't a high draft pick. I know they got me out of college. I know I'm too short. I don't care about all this. Let's have some football. This man genuinely enjoys what he's doing, right? And it's it's contagious. Like you said, the the fire I mean, Terry McLuhan caught a deep touchdown pass from Wentz early in the year, right? He, he, he yeah. celebrated, yeah, but but he, there was fire today. Yeah, there was he, there was fire. He kind of celebrated, like he was happy that they scored. This kind of yes. celebrated, but not the excitement and the drive and the you know I'm that guy celebration that you want to see. The want to the the, the fire. He and, was, and, and he was look, your fire. He was your fire when he got the when he caught the touchdown from Heineke. He was your fire pit post the dinner party. <laughs> when he caught the touchdown right. from Wentz, he was your fire. He was the grill. I'm going to light up to cook the food because that's what I do. You know what I mean? But the fire <laughs> yeah. pit, that's what he was with Wentz. Absolutely, but but let's not. Uh, Ignore the fact that it was an absolutely perfect pass. <laughs> right, yes. could, that ball could not have been thrown any better if it was Brady, if it was Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes. That ball was exactly where it needed to be. Caught him in stride. The, the defender didn't have a chance to get to it. Perfect pass, which all was based on the fact that he had time. He right. had time to stand in the pocket, which he didn't have most of the game. But, mm -hmm. but yeah, um, I'm I'm fully behind uh, uh, Heineke because he does. He brings that. I don't care. I, he threw a pick six. I don't care. Let's go back and play this game. Right. right? There was almost a strip uh, fumble on the scramble. I don't care. Let's keep, let's keep playing the game. He's he loves what he's doing. He's the he's the everyman. He's the right. guy. Like how many of us have been in the backyard as kids pretending that we were Doug Williams, right? The, uh, Pretend we were Joe Namath if you were an old guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretending you're Ben Roethlisberger, right? Pretending, you know, pretending he's that guy pretending to be an NFL player, right? Yeah, he's yeah. living his dream. Why shouldn't we get behind him, right? You know, uh, and in spite of the fact that his coach publicly said last year when he was the starter, mm -hmm. yes, we need to upgrade the quarterback position while he was a starter. <laughs> while he was a starter. Well, see, and this is my issue. Like, you know, and so, uh, and I may have shared this last week on the show, but there was one of these guys on local DC sports radio. I don't even know this guy. I don't even know his name. Um, and that's what's happening a lot here lately. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't <laughs> any of our guys like Kevin no, Sheehan no, no. or Scott Jackson or, or obviously Doc or B. Major. It wasn't any of these guys. It was some other guy. And so he's sitting here talking about why are people so excited about Heineke starting this weekend? So I, I you know, and, and so I, I had to call up because the fans, by the way, were all over it. Like, well, because he brings something and we yes. labeled it want to. And so I had to call up. And the thing that I was trying to explain to this guy who just didn't understand, they didn't get it, is that Heineke comes in late in one season, uh, gets the team into the playoffs. Then the team takes Tampa Bay close to the brink. And there's the excitement again, that same excitement you got in 2012. And, but, it, but so it's back. And then how do they reward him? By saying, we're going to bring Ryan Fitzpatrick in and you're going to back him <laughs> up. 
he never had a chance. Like, he never had a chance to be the starter, get a full offseason going, uh, 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 get these weapons around him. He never had a shot. And so then you bring Ryan, and what happened? He gets hurt in week one. And now you, you want to hold a, a, a season where he was the backup but just had to play a majority of the games because the first string got hurt against him? Or And even then, he won seven. He won <laughs> We don't know whether Carson would even get to seven, but he won seven. Left. And again, give him a chance. The dude, and it's it's like it's like the fan base is screaming for it. The players on the team are screaming screaming for it. Give Ford a chance. Let's give him an off season. Keep the weapons that you have around around them now, and let's just see what he can do. It- it makes you wonder what the, the mindset is in Ashburn. What is the philosophy? What is it they're trying to do? Because last year, all the focus was on Curtis Samuel, right? This, the, the Scott Turner offense isn't working because it doesn't have Curtis Samuel. He was their big free agent hire uh, the, the year prior to that. And it just he hasn't been healthy. And, and we need that Curtis Samuel to open up. Uh, but, okay, but why do we need a quarterback if we need to – to, to, to uh, more weapons, right? It's like uh, if, if if I had all the rough weapons in the world, I, I could be the quarterback, right? <laughs> you know, right. So, uh, catch the ball, just give it to one of the weapons, right? You know, and and then they draft a, a, a wide receiver on the, uh, Jahan Dotson in the first round. I'm not saying that was a bad move, a great move. It looks like he's going to be a, a a good player. Although that's another thing, we'll put make a note of this that maybe we had to get back into it. They were thinking about playing this kid with a hamstring injury this this early in his career, right? You know, like you know, I, I don't understand why they were pressing him to do that, and I still have deep concerns about the medical. Uh, 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 routine in, in Ashburn, right? But but we say it so many times. What is the end game here, right? Why not give this kid Heineke a chance to run the team, invest your draft picks in a quarterback that you can bring up slowly if you're rebuilding, rebuild from the ground up. And, and Heineke is the ideal placeholder. He's learning. He's just learning the offense too. If you think about it, mm-hmm. he's just learning. He's just learning the offense too, right? So. So let let it. It's obvious the team responds to him. The team understands what's happening, right? You know, there's no pressure on him, and just bring up the team together to everybody gets healthy. But no, for some reason they felt like it was necessary to get a Ryan Fitzpatrick, and mm-hmm. necessary to to get a Carson Wentz, and and it's like they were saying. Oh, we're, we're just a quarterback away. I got we got a brilliant offensive mind as a coordinator. Right. We get all those weapons. We're just a quarterback away, and it's and is it's an unwillingness to change whatever it is they want to do. Right? It's like yeah. it's like building a bridge and realizing that hey, um, the ground here isn't as as stable as we think it should be. Um, we should we could reinforce it, or or we could go around. Uh, let's build it anyway. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? <laughs> right, right. Well, and, 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 and that's the thing. It's like you sit here and, 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 like you said, a quarterback away, and this gets into the decision-making of the front office and the coaching staff. So you think you're a quarterback away, and you believe that Ryan Fitzpatrick is that quarterback, or you believe <laughs> Carson point. Wentz is that quarterback. You, and, 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 I, and, I, and, I remember what, and I remember what you said. There was a press conference that, well, we know what we're getting in Fitzpatrick. And you said, exactly. So why are you settling <laughs> for that? Well, well, we know what we're getting in Carson. 
Exactly. Why are you selling for that? The thing you don't know is what is the what is the the, the ceiling for Heineke? Right. And I'm not and I, and I really don't want to get into a whole show where we're where I'm defending Heineke or at least pushing for him, but it just makes more sense to me. And so we're sitting here and it's like, well, you don't know what his what his ceiling is. Go with the guy. We we've seen spots of it. We've seen a guy who can scramble, make things happen, uh, 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 throwing the ball up, extending the play. Carson can't do that. Carson cannot do that. And and we see a guy who the team loves. I'm not saying that they don't like Carson, but it's obvious that they like they love Heineke. <laughs> and so, like, you don't know what he can be. Why is it there? Why is there this? This hesitation to just say, know. okay, he's going to be our guy. And it gets down to the the these the silly, um, ego-driven coaches that say, well, we're trying to get our guys. And there's a certain type of guy that we like. Well, Man. if the guy that you like can't play football, <laughs> then go with the guy who can't. Like, I'm sorry, the guy that I like can play. The guys that I like can 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 make something happen under center. The guys that I like are supported by the locker room. What type of guys do you like? Explain to me what you like that doesn't line up with that. I remember this quote I heard a long time ago, and I believe it was someone talking about the late Bear Bryant of, of Alabama, of you know, historic football coach. And it was one of those SEC coaches, and he said about Bear, he said, he can take his and beat Young, then he can take Young and beat his. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right? That's what I'm, and I thought about that. I said, it's not, you know, it's not who you have on your team. It's what you do with the players you have. Yeah. And that philosophy is lost on these guys out here. I'm I'm saying, and, and it really bugs me, man, on Twitter, at Stanford Kevin, by the way, uh, when you hear people saying, Heineke isn't the answer. What's the question? <laughs> it's not Jeopardy, right? You know, the question is who can beat teams that other people couldn't. Right? You know, what's the problem? What don't you? What do you people want? Right? The man won the game, right? He won the game. And going back, let's go back to that Tampa Bay game. Uh, uh, I believe the final score was 28-22 or something of that nature. It was in the twenties. And that was the game where our heralded defensive rookie of the year, Chase Young, called out Tom Brady. I'm coming to get you, Tom. I'm coming mm -hmm. to get you. Mm -hmm. And apparently he's still coming to get Tom. He didn't touch Tom Brady the whole night long, right? <laughs> That's where he developed his tap dance move, where he stood in one space, tap dancing, and applied no pressure to Tom Brady at all, right? <laughs> so uh, a guy playing in his first NFL start in a playoff put 22 points on the, on the board, that seems like that could have been uh, could have been enough with with the defensive rookie of the year. But I'm just throwing that out there because sometimes our memories are short, right? Yeah. So yeah. if there's problems on this team right now, it ain't Heineke. No, and I, <laughs> right, it's like and, and and like you said, as far as not being the answer, explain to me what part of the question, if we can figure out what the question is, what part <laughs> of the question is he not answering that Carson Wentz or or Ryan Fitzpatrick could answer. None of it. They're not answering about. any part of it that they that they are. And so, it, and and by the way, the great the conversation with this radio guy went further, where he was saying, "Well, the coaches obviously see something that we don't see." It, and I'm like, "Well, that's fine, except you spent a whole hour talking about how these coaches don't make good decisions and how you can't trust what they say, <laughs> and now you're defending the decision on the quarterback because he's not the guy that you want." And defensible. There is no defense. And and uh, the worst thing as far as uh, Coach Rivera and GM Rivera 
uh, goes. The worst thing that could have happened happened yesterday is Heineke won. He made yep. his mistakes and they won the game. Now you have to justify what you've done for the past two years, right? Why not? Why not give this guy a chance while you're rebuilding? If you're rebuilding, you said it takes this year, you could get the quarterback you want on the cheap. Yep. Right? Yep. Build him, mold him the way you wanted to mold. When John Elway came into the league, John Elway didn't start. There was a guy in the NFL named Steve DeBerg. I believe he mm -hmm. started out with the Buccaneers. But he was the designated quarterback until your quarterback got ready, right? He played for, for Tampa. He played for uh, uh, Chicago. At some played, point, right? Maybe Seattle even? Yeah, he played for like five different teams uh, until the, the – he may have paid, played in uh, front of Peyton Manning when Manning started. But he was the guy, if he drafted a quarterback, he would start the season. He, mm -hmm. and, I'll, and I'll look him up at some point uh, before the next show. But – and when the quarterback, when the young guy was ready – they played him, you know. Right. So Heineke could have been that guy and gave you a chance to win. You know, and so, by the way, he's shown us nothing other than you know being the top flight teammate. I'm sure he played for two years. The young guy comes in, pay pay the man his money. He'll back up, still coach the young guy, see what's going on if you pay him enough. You know, um, yeah. who knows? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we'll get off of this, guys. We got to get the fake news and that. That's coming up next on the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network and anywhere where you get your podcasts. The ones that matter most are the children. There is a special place in South Dakota, a place of hope, love, safety, and opportunity for Native American children. This place is St. Joseph's Indian School. Here, we preserve traditions, provide Lakota kids a safe place to learn, attend to the mind, body, heart, and spirit of every child in our care. As a father, I feel very good about leaving my kids here and they have way more opportunities here. I can come on campus and I can feel the good vibes and the children, they can really grow. Together, we are giving Lakota children brighter futures and a proud connection to their past. To learn more, go to helplakotakids.org today we don't want you on our team you're too slow and fat this is weight bias i'm worried about your weight don't you care what other people think millions who live and are affected by obesity face weight bias every day you're not the right fit for this job unfair judgment by others just stop eating so much and exercise some you lose all this weight. These people often blame themselves. It's just me. Nobody likes me. I do exercise and eat right. And I talk to my doctor. Weight bias hurts. Everyone deserves to be treated with dignity and respect. Your words and actions matter. Let's stop weight bias. Let's work together. Be part of the solution. Go to StopWeightBias.com and learn more. A public service message from Obesity Action Coalition. <sighs> Delete this immediately. You hear me? 
from the producers who brought you agency CIO's dream come true. Who are these people? And federal IT lifesaver. They're amazing. Now comes another summer blockbuster. Wow, this intel is a game changer. We're running out of time. Post it now. Here it goes. Starring a 40-year veteran journalist and the host of The Federal Drive. I don't care what the consequences are. We just can't keep this to ourselves. They have to know. Tom Temin. And a 20-year veteran of executive branch coverage and executive editor of Federal News Radio. Wait you hear this interview. The award-winning journalist, Jason Miller. Oh, this is good. You better crank it up. Federalnewsradio.com. Experience the difference. Rated GS11 and above. Showing now at federalnewsradio.com. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report, Federal News Network, anywhere where you get your podcast. Uh, Kevin Stanfield on Twitter at Stanfield Kevin. Uh, I'm at Claude J Media. All right, everybody, it's time for fake news or not. It's time for fake news or not. Three statements coming out of Washington. Kevin lets me know whether it's fake news or not. Statement number one, Kevin, this is something you wanted to talk about regarding Green Bay. This win was more about the commanders getting it together or that Green Bay is worse than we thought they were. Fake news. Well, I guess that's a choice. Here's here's the here's a statement. Yeah, it's, make it a statement. Uh, this, yeah, this, <laughs> yeah, make a statement. This win is more about the commanders getting things on the right track, not about Green Bay being as bad as we thought they were. Definitely fake news. Definitely okay. fake news. I had no idea because I thought that uh, Aaron Rodgers would be uh, the great equalizer in this game because we know they had some offensive uh, line woes the way the Jets just ran over him. Uh, but we thought that the commanders have, have traditionally been like the medicinal team uh, in the NFL. They're good for what's, what ails you, you know. But <laughs> but what I saw yesterday out of, um, uh, out of the Packers, a couple of things. Number one, uh, uh, Matt, Matt the Flower, I think that's what that means, Matt LaFleur. I think that's called <laughs> Matt the Flower. Got an awful lot of camera time. Now, you know I don't know uh, what they were saying when they had a camera on it because, you know, I don't, I don't listen to the uh, uh, the announcers, right? You know, we mentioned that too, my, my hookup. So with the announcerless games, right? But but Matt, apparently he is the co- the chosen one, the golden boy of the NFL. You know, he came along with the, the same tree that produced uh, uh, Sean, uh, whatever his name is, in L.A., and and you know the young, the young Jay Gruden. Oh, excuse me, I said that name. The <laughs> uh, disciples in this league, right? But there was a report last week that uh, that uh, Aaron Rodgers said in a press conference after the loss to the Jets, uh, he said, "Well, it's time to simplify this thing. It's a young team, and maybe things are moving a little bit too fast, and we need to simplify it, right?" And um, uh, the flower, Matt, the flower was asked about it. And he said, no, 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 it's not that, it's not that, it must be something else, it's not, it's not, you know, things aren't, we don't need to be simplifying anything, right, you know, so that's, there were signs of a disconnect there. The people that I heard this report from automatically decided with the coach because they went to school with him, right, you know, they knew him, right, so they decided with the coach. Of course, you know, our reports are based on, uh, on fact, theirs are based on feeling. so anyway, um, yeah, so anyway, there's a disconnect there, there's a disconnect, and you can see, even without the volume on, you can see 
uh, Aaron Rodgers mouthing to the receivers, what are we doing? <laughs> right? And, and he was saying after the pass was low or behind the guy and it hit the guy's hands, but it would have been like a circus catch. But the guys didn't hold on, right? It's just a matter of half a second here, half a second there. And Rodgers was rolling his eyes, getting frustrated, saying, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Uh, so they're they're not there. Of course they lost, um, and of course his name escapes me. Went to the uh, Devonte Adams, right? Who anybody would suffer, but Devonte wasn't always his number one. Remember, Jordy Nelson used to be his number one, and they had uh, uh, your cousin uh, uh, Greg Jennings up there for a little while, right? Not to be mistaken with my other cousin Clyde Jenkins. Uh, but, oh yeah. right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, uh, yeah, they have some problems up there. The, the defense looks like it's it's borderline, but but uh, and it was a strange game because of of the penalty situation, right? It there were there were three calls that they were they said were questionable, or at least two. One was the alleged fumble against Brian Robinson, who was laying on the ground, you know, cradling the ball, and they knocked it away. I didn't see how that was even a close call. Right. I, yeah. that, it definitely wasn't enough to overturn the first. Right. Yeah. The man's laying on the ground holding the ball. Nobody else had their hand on the ball. <laughs> I mean, you know, what's the problem, right? You yeah. know, and the other one was uh, when Heineke was scrambling and the ball was punched away from him and, and uh, returned for a supposed touchdown, there was a defensive holding penalty on the opposite side of the field. They called it holding, but mm -hmm. the, the, the call should have been illegal contact because you can't make contact past five yards. Right. You know, and they were, and, 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 and Matt DeFlow was, was, was furious, <laughs> right? You know, look, whatever, excuse me, you can't make contact. That's the rule. It had nothing to do with the play. Well, why are you making contact with the guy yeah. there? I mean, yeah. you know, both of the calls were, were, were good to me, and I don't, I don't remember what the last one was. But to get back to your point, uh, yeah, that's fake news. Uh, the, 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 the Packers are in bad shape. <laughs> They're in bad shape, and 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 there's going to be some some conflict. I predict within the next two weeks in that organization. Yeah, well, it's good just to see that there's another organization that's having these kind of things go on and has all this dysfunction, and not just the one uh, here. In <laughs> uh, let's see, fake news or not? Statement number two: Carson Wentz, even when he comes off the IR, should probably get used to being on the bench. Number four has got the reins. Fake news or not? That's fake news. That's fake news, and it would be fake news in any other organization except for this one. And we've <laughs> all heard, <laughs> we've all heard the expression in the NFL, you don't lose your job due to injury. Mm -hmm. You know, we've all heard that. So there should be no question. Any other coach would come out in the immediate, you know, immediately and say, we like what, what's happening, but uh, Carson's our starter. You know, when mm -hmm. he's ready to come back, he'll come back. And they don't say when he's ready, right? We'll, we told you when you were hurt, we'll tell you <laughs> when I'm you're I'm ready, I'm right? You know, mm -hmm. but that that has been the, the way it's been in the, in the NFL, you know, from time memoriam, right? You know, so this organization won't do that. Because you don't know what the depth chart is. You don't know who the start. You don't know who the second best guy is, the third best guy, right? Right now, who's their fourth receiver, right? Is it Dak? Mill who gets in once or twice a game? Is it uh, Cam Sims? Who is it? What's the order? What's the incentive for a guy to get better to get more playing time? We don't know because it's an arbitrary choice of who plays, right? When 
you know, the, the, the secondary, who, you know, St. Juicy is a starter. Uh, uh, you know, Cam Sims is a starter. Who else? We don't know. I, you know, I didn't know the Army Brown was hurt to the show up on the inactive list, right? You, know, you don't know. Right? You just don't know. So anyway, no it should be fake news. It should be Carson's job, no matter what Heineke does. And then he has to uh, uh, earn it when he gets back on the field. But it, we don't know what's going to happen. It's, it, who knows? Yeah. Well, it's like my it's like my cousin Clyde Jenkins said. I mean, you know, yeah. he was worried early on in the Detroit game with Dallas when Dak was struggling. Like, well, Cooper's healthy. Cooper can jump back in if you got it. So, which uh, I brought up a whole weird text chain between me and Clyde. But anyway, I bet, I bet. Yeah. While y'all texting back and forth, Dallas start winning though, right? You know. Exactly, so anyway, exactly. Yeah. exactly. There you go. <laughs> All right. Fake news or not? Statement number uh, three. Uh, yes. Within the next three weeks, we will see Chase Young back on the field. Fake news or not? That's fake news. That's fake news. Um, yeah, they they there's too much invested in this kid to take a chance on him. I, I guess there's got to be some type of rule, depending you know since he went on the IR or was he on the physically unable to perform list of when he can be active, when he can be um, activated. Um, I just, when I see him on the sideline walking around, I don't see a healthy guy walking. I don't know if he okay. has a tremendous okay. knee brace on or whatever. I just don't see a guy ready to play football at the level we need him to play football. You know, there's some players where you wonder why an injured, uh, injured player X is better than his backup. And some, right. some guys are like that, right? You know, but I don't see a need to rush Chase back. And I don't see his ability to be back. Uh, not right now. Not just walking the street clothes. If you walk with a limp, there's still something up. And I, I would go to the doctor that uh, <laughs> that the quarterback went to in L.A. when they told him his ring was broken. I, I go out there, you know, I go to Carson Wentz's doctor in L.A. to see what's happening, right? You know, so. Because, like I said, there's these trust issues because of past things with this, yes. you know, the staff, this medical staff. Yes, so. absolutely. All right, well, there you go. That's fake news or not, ladies and gentlemen, on the Federal Football Report. Uh, Kevin, as we move from fake news or not, let's take a look at the Colts, um, who the commanders play next. Uh, I don't want to look too far ahead, and all these teams have professional professionals on them. Am I being a little too arrogant, thinking this is a this could turn into a three game winning streak here? I think they can they can beat these guys. They have a chance. They definitely have a chance. I, I'm more optimistic about them beating the Colts than I was the Packers. And then again, I didn't realize how bad the Packers were. But the, but the Colts are one of those middle of the road teams. They too have a quarterback who's just learning the system. Right. And, uh, right. But he's a, he was an All Pro quarterback. <laughs> you know, it's not like he was a journeyman guy. You know, and this interesting. There's only been two quarterbacks who have affected immediate change in their team, uh, and that was. Uh, uh, Tom Brady and mm -hmm. Matthew Stafford, who both won the Super Bowl in the first year with their team. So anything's possible, right? Depending on what you're working with. So let's not uh, set, uh, let's not sell uh, Matty Ice uh, short. I think the only, you know, the main reason that his uh, tenure in in Atlanta was more of a money thing, right? It gets to the point where they just can't afford to keep a guy but for so long, right? And um, He's, he's, you know, he's, he's Matty Ice, right? He's still learning and he's getting better. So that's not just saying it's an automatic win, but there's plenty of reason for optimism. Our team uh, is at a point where it should be getting better too. 
albeit we only won seven games last year. We're basically mm-hmm. the same team with a, a few fewer weapons, fewer weapons, a better defense. Uh, but who knows, man? <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, no, you're That's right, the frustrating right. thing, man. You, right. know, you expect and, more. And again, it's something we've been saying for years on this show. It would be easier to predict if we at least just knew what the identity of the team was because then you yes. can kind of match up the two teams in the head. We don't know who this team and we haven't known who this team uh, is uh, since uh, 2012 when we knew we could do some RPO, some run, we, you know, uh, uh, all that jazz. But... You know, we don't know who this team is. I do think that the key for this upcoming matchup against the Colts will be, number one, you got to stop the run. They've got to be solid against the run, and they've got to get pressure on Matty Ice. And I think they've got the defensive line to get the pressure. And I think that, and, and I think they're physical enough up front to be able to put some pressure on, uh, on the run game with the Colts. Yeah, and the Colts, well, they did last year at least. And I'm not sure if that was a result of Wentz being there. Um but they had the dominant running game, right? You know, and they weren't afraid to use it. They they, they were not afraid to use just, it. Now, we have just right quarterback to not throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. But see, I think Wentz can throw it. I, I just think that it's got to be picture perfect for him. It's got to be he he. In my observation, like if it's a seven, if it's a five step drop, he waits until it gets to the fifth step to check out his reads and decide where he's going to throw the ball. A lot of quarterbacks in a five-step drop, they know by step three where they're going with the ball, right? And if it's not mm-hmm. there. But see, I don't know if that's the function of the way Wentz plays or if that's what he's being taught. And he's still being taught what this offense is all about or if he even believes in it, right? You know? Right. Uh, right. I think he believes in it because that's all he knows, right? right. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. it, right? If all you know is the two fairy and Santa Claus, you could be, like, looking under your pillow <laughs> and, and under your tree, right? You know? Right. And that's all you know. So, uh, you know, I, I think that the, the, the running game against our pass defense, our rush defense is going to be an interesting matchup. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just hopeful that they just keep, in, in the manner uh, that they're progressing. One thing I will say about our defense now, you don't see them, at, there's always been a play where they're looking at each other with their hands up saying, what happened, you know? You see a little right. less of that. You a little less of that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So either much. they're learning, they made it more simple, or they're ignoring what the coach has said. Right. <laughs> well, and don't forget, they also, you know, wasn't it um, uh, Del Rio that said, you know, uh, uh, Chase Young and, and Montez Sweat would oftentimes just decide which side the other was going to be in the huddle. Well, with one of them out, you know, they, that's one less person to make a decision <laughs> which side he's going to. And so everyone kind of played. And so maybe without that kind of free ranging thing happening in another position, others are just going to just do what they were asked to do in a play. And see how that works. Let's see how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Play in your position and just stay there. See what happens, right? Yeah, yeah. So there you go uh, with that. It's the Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. We'll come right back with more football talk right after. And I love to say this, these messages. everybody, it's David and Nikki Nellis for Foodie and the Beast, the D.C. area's one and only food and wine variety show right here on 1500 AM. You want to know what's going on at the local restaurants, what the local chefs are doing and saying, except for the French chefs, I can never understand them, the vineyards, wine seminars, more. It's all right here on Foodie and the Beast every Sunday morning at 11, right here on 1500 AM. 
Welcome back to Federal Football Report on Federal News Network. He's Kevin Stanford. I'm Claude Jennings. This could be the last uh, show before Halloween. Kevin, are you a big Halloween person? Not, not anymore. I, 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 um, I like candy. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. I like candy. But okay. and 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 my favorite time of the year is right after Halloween, where you can get the big bags of of uh, <laughs> <laughs> Snickers and if it is and such for yeah. like sixty uh, percent off. Right. I, yeah. I love that. That's the best part of Halloween. Right. That's part of Halloween right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of uh, uh, rapid fire questions. Halloween rapid yes, fire yes, questions. Yes. Some may do with Halloween. Some may have to do with football. Some may have to do with uh, any of it. Let's do that. All right. Here we go. All right. Halloween at the Stanfield. Someone rings the door. Are you passing out candy or not? Uh, no, no, no. I'm in my basement watching, <laughs> watching TV. <laughs> All right. Okay. Right. What's what's scarier? A, a a Washington football uh, a Washington Commanders team coached by Jay Gruden or coached by uh, uh, North Turner. <laughs> oh man, both are kind of horrific. Oh, definitely Gruden, man, because because <laughs> I don't know Gruden had a, a different agenda. I don't know what it, what it was. It, it was like it was all personal to him. A, a bad play was against a play against Gruden, right? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you know it, it was. Noah was just, gosh, Noah was like, uh, you ever had it like a milkshake at McDonald's, but they didn't, they didn't serve it right out of the machine. It's like, it's been on the counter for a while and yeah, yeah, yeah. and it just didn't, <laughs> it didn't offer up the resistance. It's supposed to be when you hit the straw, right? I'm saying, right. It was, that was Noah, <laughs> right? You you know, he probably would have been good, but he just wasn't in his purest form. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. What's scary? Uh, oh, uh, if Dan Snyder releases the quote unquote dirt that he has on other NFL uh, uh, owners on a scale of one to 10, how scary is that release for these owners? 10 being the most scary. 10 being the most scary. I, I think that it's a, like a four. I think okay. that, that there will be some embarrasses, some embarrassing information. And I think it'll be more of an inconvenience for them because if you look at it, if you're really logical about this and you're really honest with, with, with yourself, it, it really doesn't matter. It, it, it's, it's, uh, they're playing the Colts next week. The, the Burgundy and Gold are playing the Colts. And we've heard all kinds of things about Robert Ursay, right? You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but it really doesn't matter, right? You know, we're not, we don't say, oh, we're going to beat the coach because of a, a lousy owner, right? You know, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> we know, or our owner's better than your owner, so we're going to beat okay. you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So it's only a matter of the embarrassment to the individual itself. I mean, Bob, Robert Kraft was, was caught in the massage parlor in, t- in, a, in, a, mm-hmm. in a sting operation somewhere in, in Tampa, right? Which also made me wonder why a rich guy didn't have the masseuse brought to him but mm-hmm. uh you know see the show watch but anyway uh <laughs> you know so they've been caught in an embarrassing situation before andy debartolo former owner of the san francisco 49ers in their mm-hmm. heyday went to jail <laughs> right. went right. to jail right you know and and, and you know 49 49ers is still a, a featured franchise so it really 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 doesn't matter so uh you know it's you know scary owner not scary owner it, it's sort of like the horror movie right you know yeah. it doesn't matter what you do to uh jason or michael meyer they just come back anyway. They just come back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Speaking of coming back, if Chase Young does not come back this year, is that a horror film or coming of age story where maturation and patience is developed? 
I, I think, I hope it's a coming of age story, um, which, you know, there's a couple of things happening here. Either A, they're taking the time with him and he's progressing nicely and they just want to be careful. B, they misdiagnose the injury or C, they diagnose the injury properly, but uh, misdiagnose the therapy. Which mm -hmm. is all these, all of the above is why I suggest that he goes somewhere else and check it out, right? Because this is, you know, this is, you look at RG3's knee, uh, and Dr. So, yeah, he's trying to let him play. You look at the Alex Smith near death experience, right? Talking about horror mm -hmm. stories, right? You know, mm -hmm. you look at the, um, uh, my God, uh, Trent Williams. Trent uh, Williams, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancer misdiagnosis or missed diagnosis, right? You know, mm -hmm. so this, there's a, there's some history here, <laughs> you know, it's the serious, least. man. There's yeah. people's lives here, not livelihoods, lives. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is scary. That's a Halloween story, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, there you go. So what's your favorite horror film? My favorite? Yeah, I don't, do you call the film like alien horror? I mean... It's scary. I can see it's that. It's scary. You know, it's sci-fi, <laughs> sci right? Sci-fi horror, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, aliens, uh, well, the original Alien was a classic, right? You, you just can't get much much scarier than that. And I don't know if you know this or not, but because you, you're not as old as I am, the, 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 the movie Alien was loosely based, or, or they stole it, from a movie from the 50s called It. The Terror from Beyond Space, where okay. they, you know how in the old days they had the spaceships that look like cigars that sort of straight up and down, right? You know, <laughs> so apparently, like they were on some planet and they took off, and the thing came, you know, stowed away in the hatch when they took off at the bottom. Of course, and it was eating eating people as they climbed up the ship, right? So many levels, so mm -hmm. they were the, the last level at the very top is where they were. They didn't have anywhere else to run. The thing was working its way up the ship and eating mm -hmm. people as it got there. And the only way they killed it, uh, I, I don't know if this is a spoiler. Can you have a spoiler from a movie in 1952? No. I don't, <laughs> okay. So they, fig they figured out that the only, uh, they were on a planet, a planet that had oxygen. That was the only thing that they figured out could kill this thing, a lack of oxygen. So they put on the spacesuits, and the last scene, they, the thing bust through the hatch, and they let all the oxygen out the ship, and it killed it, right? You know, so uh -huh. that, the movie Alien was loosely based on that. That's one of my all-time favorite. Now, as far as horror, horror movies go, uh, the scary uh, type of movie, I think the my favorite would be uh, uh, Wolfman. Okay. Wolfman, the original Wolfman, Lon Chaney, because Wolfman uh, was the only monster I figured I could not run. Like if Frankenstein was after me, no, nah, ain't no problem. Like Frankenstein, no, catch me, I'll be, I'll be backpedaling. Come on, Frank, what you got? What you got? Exactly, exactly. Wolfman looked like he got a pretty good forty times. So that's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's fast. He's fast. There you go with uh, with Wolfman. What's your favorite candy? Candy. I'm a Miles guy. A Miles guy. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll, I've I'll never kick heard up to someone a, say that's their favorite. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a Miles. You know, sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. I like, I like, I'm a Miles guy. I just like, you know, the thing about coconut is it lasts, man. You could like chew coconut like a cow, man. You just be chewing <laughs> all day long, just chew and chew. It doesn't go anywhere, man. So it's, it's very convenient, right? You know, you just continue chewing. As a matter of fact, when I'm on a, a plane, a long flight or something, I'll grab like a king size Miles bar and like, you know, just chew from, kind you know, of, from kind take of off the entire flight, yeah, take <laughs> off the landing. 
<laughs> <laughs> had no clue. Had no clue. There you go. All right. Scariest storyline for the commanders that Taylor Heineke plays the rest of the season or Carson Wentz comes back after five games. No, the scariest is definitely like the first one, man. If, if Taylor comes back and plays well, they, they have to explain because they have they, 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 they've used up all the money and all the draft picks, right? They have to explain that to people, right? And he'll come up with some excuse. Well, you know, it's an eight-year plan, definitely, right? If it goes your way, it's something that we can do it in five. But, you know, if we, if we, can, if we can pull this off in seven years and I can pull a couple more checks, yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the scariest thing for Ron Rivera if Heineke plays well. Again, this man stood in the press conference while Heineke was starting and said, yes, we're going to address the quarterback situation. And right. Heineke says to himself, he has to. What quarterbacks? <laughs> <laughs> you got a quarterback, you know? You know, that's that's the thing, man. This, you know, this... Uh, man, Ron Rivera won the most games with Cam Newton as quarterback, period. Yeah. That, that's yeah. all there is to it. You yeah. know, look at Ron's record without Cam Newton and see what you got, you know? Mm-hmm. So you can't mm-hmm. take one without the other. I mean, it's a fact. And you're, fact, and you're you one know. of the only ones who will actually mention that. No one else is even saying that. <laughs> they look is, like they're going to say it from here on out. Mm-hmm. Which is a disservice. Oh, look, special news bulletin. You know about yeah. my favorite nickname for this team, right? What's that? Demanders, right? Demanders, yeah. Uh-huh. I looked on Twitter today, and I own DC's own Kevin Durant tweets. Uh, to the row for my Manders. Right? Check that <laughs> out. Check that out. How's it? Somebody's listening. Somebody's, Somebody's listening to the show. What up, Katie? Told. Yeah. Come, come back home and play for the Wizards, and let's see what we can do here. You know, KD, Bradley Bill, and see what's up with that. That's right, man. Some more speaking of the other, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of the professional sports teams here, uh, Bryce Harper, uh, who you have this grudge against, headed to the World, <laughs> World Series. Talk a little bit about your grudge and why you still have it against Bryce. Because the, the, the Nats won first. They won theirs first, which, which is – which makes me happy. You know, I hold I hold a lot of grudges, but I got to work on that. That's just as a personal inventory. I got to work on that. Remember, I told you about the grudge I had against Mike Tirico, right? When he when he co-hosted for the Kohlhauser, and he came out and make a joke, made a joke about me, you know, the first show, and it caught me off guard, and I didn't have a snappy comeback, and I've been waiting for 20 years to get him back. <laughs> I just haven't had the opportunity, right? <laughs> now, I know if I ever met him, he probably had no idea who I am or remember doing the show or any of that, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just waiting for I'm just waiting for that opportunity, right? You know. <laughs> so, so Tariko, if you're listening, you got one coming from me, right? You know. But but uh one of the grudges that I as soon as I tell you all this, I'm, I'm gonna work on getting rid of was against Bryce Harper. You know, Bryce has always been a brash kind of guy, right? Even in I don't know if he was in college, there was a play where he hit a home one and he blew a kiss at the at the pitcher as he was going around the bases, right? He wore mm-hmm. the, remember, he wore the full face Batman, uh, face black and all that. But uh, it's fine. That, that's cool. Uh, I was at uh, batting practice one day, you know, covering, you know, doing one of my million jobs I was uh, covering the Nationals. So I was at, at batting practice. And at batting practice, they have an opportunity for, like, VIP people to come down and be around the field, you know, bring the kids, meet uh, players, so on and so forth. I was standing near the, the Nats dugout, and Harper was walking off the field toward the dugout, and the father was there with his son, I guess, man and, and the boy there. And he looked like at most the kid could have been like five, six years old. Mm-hmm. And the kid had an ink pen and a hat in his hand. And his father, like, encouraged him to go over to Bryce, right? Bryce was walking toward, I'm, I'm five feet away. Bryce walking toward the dugout. The kid's on one side of the dugout. I'm on the other. And, and the kid walks toward Bryce and the hands, you know, holds up the pen and the hat. 
Harper walks past this kid like he couldn't see him, like he didn't see him. You know, yeah. and in retrospect, I should have said, hey, Harper, <laughs> kid, you know, hey, I should have right. said something, yeah. you know, and they would have thrown me out, of course, right, you know, because I yeah. had the nerve to speak to him. But ever since that, I had no use for Bryce Harper, right? you know, but he was on the team, right, you know, so that's, that's a personal grudge, but I mean, and you know what, since that, I know he's gotten married, he became a family man since that, I've seen him on the, the DQ commercials and all those things, right, he could have improved, but me personally, I, I don't really root for the man. Now, on the other hand, the team they're going to be facing in the Houston Astros, mm -hmm. I got a tremendous amount of respect for Dusty Baker, man. Yes. I, I, yes. I, I, you know, when he was here, he was always straight up with the media, right? He always yes. answered every question, right? He had a, his, his attitude never changed, right? Mm -hmm. He was always, he was a media favorite, man. He was pleasant to deal with. He would answer everyone's questions, right? Definitely. People see him in the street, right? You know, he was just an ordinary guy. And it just didn't work out for him here. I mean, we've had ownership issues with the Nationals as well. So I am so happy for them because they gave him, when um, he had the job of Major League Baseball, he was assigned to the Astros to fix that mess, mm -hmm. you know, when they were caught in that cheating scandal. Yep. And I'll never forget, I read this one report that he told uh, he told the team, because they were getting mad because people were like, the players were, on other teams were hitting them with pitches and all that. Mm -hmm. And... And Dusty told his team, you guys are just going to have to take it. He said, if I, I throw at you myself. <laughs> you <know? laughs> I would do it, too, if I could. You yeah, to take he, and they'll be yeah, better days. And here they are. And, and, and here they are. And here they are. So big props to Dusty and, and Bryce. And if I can get you and Tariko in the room, maybe we can all talk it out. <laughs> There you go. There you go. We're going to have that happen. All right, folks, the federal football. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. One last thing. Excuse me. I forgot to mention National Church of God. I'm not sure if we're doing it this year, but traditionally, we have had a thing instead of trick-or-treat, we call it trunks-a-treat, where people oh, nice. go in the parking lot, fill the cars with the trunks full of candy, and just form like a line and let the kids like start on one end, just go through the line, you know, be under parental supervision, uh, supervision, uh, police presence and stuff there like that, and let the kids do this on the, you know, in the safe environment, right? You know, nice. they can you know, dress up if they want to, they don't have to. So we were providing an alternative. I'm not sure about doing it this year, but you know, with COVID and all, that was our uh, Halloween alternative, right? So. Nice. Well, that's always good. Yeah. And, and so you're not sure whether it's happening this year? Not sure if it's happening this year. And I do know people who just take a bag of candy, a big box of candy and put it on the front steps. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I might do that, but I, I'm not. I'll be in the basement playing video games. I'm not yeah. getting that. Eating your own candy. Eating your own. No. <laughs> Eat my own candy. All right, folks. It's the Federal Football Report. We'll be back next week to talk about maybe another Commanders uh, win, a three-game yeah. win after a up on the Colts. We'll be back next week.